So the state of California just sent out a legal alert in regards to the Supreme Court's recent ruling in Bruin and what impact it has on California CCWs and other firearms restrictions in the state as well. So let's talk about this. But real quick before I jump into this video, if you believe the state of California needs to stop violating our Second Amendment rights, go ahead and hit that like button and subscribe. Also, I want to give a shout out to one of the main supporters of this channel, which is USCCA. Through your membership, you get training, education, and self-defense liability protection. So if you carry a firearm, I highly recommend you take a look into USCCA, and I'll put a link to them down in the details section. So like I said in the intro, in this video, I want to bring to your attention a legal alert that was sent out yesterday by the state of California and Attorney General Rob Bonta. In this legal alert, California outlines how they believe the Bruin decision has impacted concealed carry laws in the state of California, along with other laws and firearms restrictions as well. I'm going to point out some really interesting things that came out of this letter, but essentially this legal alert reads almost as California comforting itself because it knows that it's about to lose a lot of these big Second Amendment cases really soon. So if you're not aware or you've just been completely out of the loop for a while, recently the Supreme Court issued a 6-3 decision authored by Justice Thomas, which did two really important things. This was the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association v. Bruin case. In that decision, the Supreme Court struck down may-issue licensing permit schemes, but also reaffirmed the constitutional test that a government must meet to uphold their restrictions on firearms. In the decision, Thomas and the majority directly rejected the two-step approach and instead reaffirmed text as informed by history and tradition as the appropriate constitutional analysis when you're looking at various Second Amendment violations. More directly, California was also impacted by the decision because the Supreme Court stated that California is among the six states which use a subjective proper cause standard to issue permits. The court found states that use this type of standard are violating an individual's right to carry a firearm out in public for self-defense. The Bruin decision therefore made the state of California's May issue licensing scheme absolutely invalid. Soon after the announcement of that decision, the Attorney General Rob Bonta here in California released an initial letter to all law enforcement agencies stating that they can no longer use good cause as a standard during the CCW application process. Then the state legislator introduced a new bill, SB 918, which seeks to completely change the concealed carry laws in the state of California and essentially make it almost impossible for someone to lawfully concealed carry within the state, even if they have a permit. SB 918 aims to increase the training hour requirements for permits along with increasing fees, but one of the major changes that it implements is it adds in restrictions on where people can even carry if they even have a permit. This essentially is an effort by the state of California to make the entire state a sensitive place and therefore a gun-free zone, which is actually something the Supreme Court said they, the states like California and New York could not do, and they expressly stated that in Bruin, but the state of California is still going to try this. But the state knows that even if this new bill goes into effect, it does not comply and does not adhere with what the Supreme Court said in Bruin. So they sent out this letter to all law enforcement agencies, all legal counsels, essentially trying to preemptively plead their case because they know that they're going to be sued in the court because of all these laws. Now, the letter that they sent out reads as follows. On June 23rd, 2022, the United States Supreme Court issued their decision in Bruin. The next day, the attorney general issued its first legal alert, which concluded that the good cause requirements set forth in California penal codes are unconstitutional and unenforceable under Bruin. That legal alert also made clear that because the court's decision in Bruin does not affect the other statutory requirements governing public carry licenses, local officials should continue to apply and enforce all other aspects of California law with respect to public carry licenses and the carry of firearms in public. As discussed in this legal alert, the Bruin decision expressly stated that it is constitutional for states to require a license to carry a firearm in public. Now, I want to stop here real quick as far as what they are stating in this legal alert. That's actually not true. 
Bruin was a decision that found that may issue licensing schemes uh, are unconstitutional and that the proper cause standard used by the state of New York was unconstitutional. And that was all hinged on the discretionary aspect or the subjective aspect of the proper cause standard. That decision said shall issue permitting can be permissible as long as the standards are purely objective. Thomas in his decision stated that even shall issue schemes can violate the second amendment if the objective standards are overly prohibitive. For example, if fees are so high that no one can ever pay them or the timeframes for someone to get a permit are so long that no one ever gets a permit, those would be a violation of the second amendment. So it's not like they gave carte blanche to shall issue permits and just said, yeah, as long as it says shall issue on its face, it's 100% valid, shall issue schemes can still violate the second amendment. And that's what the Supreme Court said. The letter in the next section states that the good cause requirement in California is invalid under Bruin, but its other standards like good moral character and training requirements are still valid. Bruin did not just say that good cause is invalid. It also said that it is invalid because it was a subjective standard and completely left discretion up to the government to decide when someone is qualified to get a permit. So if the good moral character standard, which California is now trying to lean on, was as simple as someone just passing a background check, maybe then it would not be a violation of the second amendment. That's still a huge question that's out there. But at least what the Supreme Court said in Bruin is if it's a 100% objective, then potentially the state could implement that restriction. But again, they still have to find that that restriction adheres to the text as informed by history and tradition of the Second Amendment. And there has to be some analogous law or basis that dates back to 1791 that supports that restriction. But California is ignoring all of that. California states in this letter and others that they're going to treat good moral character as something above and beyond that as simple just passing of a background check. And they're going to try to do something where it's actually more of a subjective lean where law enforcement agencies or law enforcement officers have discretion to determine whether or not someone has the moral character to be granted a permit to carry concealed. Even more important through SB 918, the state is now trying to change that good moral character standard into a qualified person standard. This qualified person standard goes beyond just running a background check and also includes things like a psych evaluation, reference letters, and the police even looking into your social media accounts. In the letter, A.G. Bonta states that under Bruin, good moral character and good cause are not one in the same. So that's kind of the argument they're making. This is not good cause. Good cause, yes, we're saying is not valid anymore, but this is good moral character. We're gonna lean on the good moral character or the morality clause of our CCW laws. And it's not even actually gonna be good moral character anymore because they're gonna strike that out and put in the qualified person language under SB 918. So even in this letter, they're not even being 100% truthful about what they're actually going to do. This section of the letter reads as a poor attempt by the state of California to say, courts who review this, please don't strike down our new laws. Do not strike down our new morality requirements because they have a different name from the good cause, which was struck down. Again, they're just trying to say that because it has a different name, that it operates different or it's a different thing. But in reality, they are still going to use it to operate in the same way that good cause was. Finally, the letter closes out by stating that Bruin does not affect the validity of other farm safety laws in the state of California. This is funny because we all know that the Bruin decision drastically impacts all the state's Second Amendment violations. And that was actually echoed by the Supreme Court itself when it remanded the Ninth Circuit case, the Duncan v. Bonta California Magazine Band case, remanded it back down to be reconsidered in light of Bruin because, of course, Bruin impacted that decision and that issue. Ultimately, the state of California knows that the Bruin decision will have significant impact on all these issues. It will impact the magazine ban. It will impact the handgun roster in California. 
bans on so-called assault weapons, and even this new law, SB 918, if it goes into law, if it's passed, this will also be impacted by Bruin. The state of California knows that it's living on borrowed time, and really all it revealed through this letter is that it has fear that all these restrictions are going to go away. So that's my main takeaway from this letter. It just absolutely shows that the state of California is 100% in fear that all their restrictions are going to go away. Now, real quick, I'm gonna mention that if you live in California and you're in the Tulare County, Kings County areas, maybe some of these surrounding Central California areas like Fresno, CRPA or California Rifle and Pistol Association is now opening up a chapter in our area. The first meeting will actually take place Wednesday, September 14th at 6.30 p.m. at the Visalia Sportsman Association. I will leave a link down below where you can register for the meeting if you're interested. I will be attending that meeting, so I hope I can actually run into a lot of you guys, hang out with you, talk to you. Um, please come by, say hello, and help support CRPA and our new local chapter here in the state of California. So if you have any questions, go ahead and comment down below, and I'll try to answer the best of my ability. Also, if this video and like support the channel, one of the best ways to do that is to like, comment, and subscribe. All those things help to fuel the algorithm or fuel Al Gore's rhythm. It has fuel to his jet and signals to YouTube that USC value in these videos and in this type of 2 a news. Again, I want to thank everybody who likes, comments, subscribes, who hits the notification bell, who shares these videos. You guys are directly impacting these videos, impacting this channel, and helping me to reach and educate more people than I could ever do on my own. So again, thank you so much for all of your support. And as always, thank you all for watching. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And never forget this nation was built by armed scholars, and this nation will be maintained by armed scholars.